What started as a Republican governor movement by Ron DeSantis in Florida and Greg Abbott in Texas, sending migrants and asylum seekers out of their states to Democratic-run cities, has now led states and cities of both parties to spend significant resources to relocate these arrivals. In Chicago, Mayor Brandon Johnson says migrants will be housed in local churches until they find housing. A multi-layer approach that seeks to bring Chicago together, including an interfaith partnership dedicated to helping us move migrants out of police stations and onto the path of resettlement and self-sufficiency. He says the program will reach 100 migrants immediately and 340 in total. More than 1,000 migrants remain at police stations. The broader picture now from Steph Kite, political reporter at Axios. Steph, explain. What's interesting is that, you know, when we first saw Abbott in Texas and DeSantis in Florida start sending migrants and asylum seekers outside of their states, there was a lot of attention. It was very clear that this was at least partially motivated by kind of a political um, stunt kind of agenda, you know, especially coming from DeSantis when he flew migrants to Martha's Vineyard. But what we're seeing increasingly in many of these major cities across the U.S. is that cities and states are continuing to struggle to, um, you know, have the resources to care for these newly arrived migrants and asylum seekers in these cities and states. And many of them are turning to, you know, providing transportation in similar fashions to asylum seekers and migrants who are aiming to go someplace else. So whether that's New York City, which launched a reticketing program, which provides free um, flights and bus tickets to migrants, or whether it's in Arizona, where we've continued to see millions spent to transport, you know, now nearly 27,000 asylum seekers, both within the state and outside of the state. Boy, okay. So uh, is this their uh, polite way of saying, I know we said we wanted you and we're a sanctuary city, but we really don't, or we, we, we can't? Like, what, what's the message between the lines, perhaps? No, I think there's a few messages. You know, you know, one reality is that many migrants and asylum seekers do have family members or friends who are already settling in the country and they're not always where, you know, migrants first go to after they cross the border. Many may, you know, take any opportunity for free transportation to get further into the country, but maybe that's not their final destination. And so, you know, we heard from officials in some of these cities like in New York who said that, you know, what they're doing is just making sure that migrants get to their final destination where they're are people who can support them better. But we are also continuing to see many of these major cities really struggle to set up shelters and provide education and provide jobs and help migrants get their work permits. We're seeing that backlog grow, which is straining state and local resources. So there is something to be said for them trying to just move migrants and asylum seekers elsewhere so that they're no longer their problem. We're speaking with Steph Kite, political reporter at Axios. They've got a story called States Are Spending Millions to Send Migrants Somewhere Else. What about in Denver? You mentioned that city. Yeah, Denver as well has started to spend, you know, millions of dollars um, to transport migrants elsewhere. They've sent migrants to New York and Chicago and Salt Lake City. Um, you know, those are some of their more frequent requests, according to our reporting. And so, again, it's another example of, you know, a Democratic city that you know has historically been welcoming of migrants, but they really have reached their breaking point. They've had shelters beyond capacity and they've struggled to really accommodate 
these migrants and asylum seekers who are showing up often with very little resources and very little means of um, providing for themselves, at least at least initially while they're waiting out the immigration process. So is there any pressure from these Democratic officials on the White House at this point saying, hey, we need more help or do something at the border? We have definitely been hearing from many Democratic leaders in cities and states on this issue. Of course, New York, New York City officials in particular have been um, the loudest when it comes to their issues, struggling to find shelter space, um, not really knowing what to do with the large numbers of migrants they've been receiving. And there certainly is increasing pressure on the White House and the federal government to do more to provide help and support for these communities. And, you know, it's important to note, I talked to one migration expert who pointed out that when you look at the refugee process in the United States, which, which is separate from what we're seeing at the border, separate from the people who are coming um, into these cities right now, the refugee resettlement process actually does have a way to ensure that communities are prepared to care for refugees who are placed there. Thanks, Steph. Steph Kite, political reporter at Axios.